Let's go. Look who crept in with automatic weapons. Repping QB to the death of him. That nigga that inspired lyrical tyrants like Kanye West and M. Track record goes back to the essence. Smack adolescents who ask who the best is. I'm nasty like gas from a fat man and tested. I pass it. You gas of a breath and you die fast. Got him like a gas over bypass. Bunch of nice advocates, actors seem to get typecast in the same role. 616, I ain't grow a day. Oh, yeah, my brain grow. Cocaine, white range roll. Tats on my body like an art exhibit. I did real good for a project, nigga. Was once a Bacardi sipper. Now with Sean Don, fat blunts in the car with strippers. Guns and departments hitting. I was real young. Look at you, a novice nigga. Blessings, bow down, respected. Chow down, I'm a food digested. Pow pow, with my shoot, it's a text bit. But what's louder than the noise that I just spit? Let's get one thing straight that my crown and for testing. Testing. Chop heads off like King Henry the Eighth. Guillotine to your neck, bitch. I'm a king of this thing. Don't be dumb. Been in this shit since 91. Niggas can't fuck with the style I use. Your fate is sealed. No hiding pool. Glass door closed. <laughs> yeah. Gonna do a sing sound. <laughs> yeah, since you started recording. <laughs> We're back. Yeah. We're back. Welcome back, guys. We took a small little break, had some coffee, did some other things. Thought I was gonna say something. <laughs> I already forgot. Wow. <laughs> Classic me. <laughs> Classic Dave. All right, let's just hop right back in. Yeah. Let's keep what? this momentum. Oh, yeah, we made some coffee. Well, you some made coffee. Coffee water. When <laughs> 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 you say it that way, it sounds weird. Yeah, coffee water. Sounds weird. You made coffee. Here is a. This is from I think. Amazing the, coffee, by the way. Thank you. Yeah. I think this is from the county, uh, San Diego County for voters. Thought this was weird. I'll just kind of read some of it. So for if you're no party preference, which I was no party preference. And so I was as well. Independent. It says, as a voter registered with no party preference, if you want to vote for a U.S. president, you must request a primary election ballot with presidential candidates. The American Independent... Democratic and Libertarian parties allow no party preference voters to participate in their presidential primary elections. And then I was confused by that whole thing. On this other side, it says to request one of the three crossover party ballots above request. Please follow these steps. Confirm you're a registered as a non-party voter or non-partisan voter. And then you're eligible for to request a crossover ballot. But it's not a crossover ballot. You you have to request a specific party, party that's, ballot. That's why it's, I was. Getting you're not just a neutral like the way they're wording it. That's not what I had yeah, to do. They basically made it sound like misleading. we needed to re-register to vote, but you have to pick a party. Otherwise, you can't vote for a president. <laughs> that's how I understood it because they were sending me letters and emails and stuff about that too and i was like okay i'm just gonna re-register to vote because i don't know what this yeah is like and talking i, I about could have and too but i kept my my no party and just requested a i don't remember which one i requested wow uh probably democratic because we don't it, it's unrealistic at this point in our history to have a third party winner <laughs> yeah that shit's like never happens like ever it's always republican or well i thought that was very misleading it makes it sound like oh yeah you could just you know um just do this crossover ballot but it's like you're requesting us you have to request the specific party's ballot so i feel like that's very you're you're not no party and you're not non-partisan at that point 
So they force you into this fucking bullshit situation. Here's one from CNN. It says, Prince Harry, Prince Harry. and Meghan, the Duchess of Sussex, 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 will give up their royal titles and eschew some state funding in a deal brokered to end a crisis that broke out after the couple announced they would step back from the royal family. I love how they refer to, refer to it as a crisis. Yeah, it's a crisis that they want to like have their own lives. <laughs> Like, that's a crisis. It's a crisis, like, it affects all of us on such a deep, profound level. Like, it's the, it's like the Kardashians. Yeah. Like, what's the difference? It's like a crisis that these two people want to just, like, not have the same fate that this kid's, like, mom had. And they want to just, like, be, like, a couple and just, like, be normal. They... Yeah, like, this crisis. They wanted... The British. They made it clear they wanted to work to become financially independent while continuing to support the queen. I laugh at that, the idea that they could be financially independent because just based on their family name and the lineage and all that stuff and their media exposure from birth, yeah. that it, they cannot be financially independent because they're fucking world famous. Yeah, so anything, royalty. Anything, any success or... I feel like anything they accomplish and are allowed to do in the access is all just based on them being fucking celebrities, just being famous, oh. just being lucky enough to be born to a famous family, a royal family that everyone. So knows how is that? How could you be financially independent when you're just like you got the hookup just based on your name? Yeah. It's like it's trying to <laughs> act like, like turn you down for a job. Yeah. Sorry, it, we can't hire you, even though like <laughs> you're like related to the queen. It's like if Obama walked in somewhere and was like, "No, I just want the the job based on my uh, skills." <laughs> and it's like, "Well, no, you were president. You, you were the fucking president." It's like it doesn't matter. It just like cancels out. Yeah, cancels it all. Any anything that they might like, any actual skill they might be able to bring to the table, it doesn't really matter because they're never going to be treated like like us normies oh never yeah here is a screenshot from my twitter account to dig and the atlantic it was something about all the vacant homes in manhattan i think um and i wrote all the empty vacation homes and second and third homes of the wealthy artificially raise real estate prices which are interestingly what the wealthy and the banks heavily invest in is real estate yeah and the space is owned yet vacant so it makes it more difficult for the average person to find a, a home yeah like, so they what's take up with a, they, that? they like suck up the resources they 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 take it they own it like you yeah. can't it's not available for anyone else now yeah no one else is going to profit off of it because they're not going to like regardless the if, if or... they rent it out or not it's worse if they don't rent it out but even if they do rent it out it's still like property that is unavailable and inaccessible to yeah, other and... people now who would maybe make it their primary only home who would actually use it or people who deserve to have like a home, a home like who, that, yeah. who needs like a base who wants to use it and wants to stay there instead they just like sit empty yeah they just sit Sad. empty and it jacks up the the real estate prices because it's based on supply and demand so if they're sucking up the supply or creating the demand they're like insiders to this thing too mm -hmm. where mm -hmm. they're investing in it and profiting from it 
Yeah. And they're taking up space where other people can't move in who want to be in the city. And they're fucking living where? Across the country? Yeah, in the big Or, or uh, internationally? Oh, I just use this home like like a, a week a year. Yeah. And then it just like sits vacant there. and is taking up space. And other uh, real estate is being built around it. It creates more higher prices and stuff. It's just a fucking... It seems like a scam. It does. It all does seem like a scam. That's why I don't like getting into housing. I feel yeah, well, like it's rent, all like, rent, even renting, and, yeah. it's all a, it's yeah. all like a Either swindle. Either side is, yeah. you're like, they're really profiting off of people's needs. <laughs> yeah, like, like they're really fucking people places over. to live and they just like profit the fuck out of them. It's Here's insane. some screenshots from The Guardian. <clears throat> it says the American, or the gun numbers, uh, it says the gun numbers, just 3% of American adults own a collective 133 million firearms. That's wow. almost like a one percenter type stat. Like one percent owns like the majority of the world's income or something like that. The world's wealth. Yeah, it's like one person out of like three percent own 133 million. 133 of the firearms. That's probably <laughs> still like a huge Facts number. show owning more than 40 guns is actually fairly common in the United States. Who in the United States owns more than 40 guns? And violence falls most heavily on the country's poorest neighborhoods. Wow, shocking. It's because those are the most desperate people who have the least access to anything. (laughs) Yeah. Of course Um, they're going to want it. says, uh, Yemen comes in a distant second with about 55 guns for every 100 people. 55 guns. The survey shows that gun ownership in America is actually highly concentrated. Only 22 to 30... 31% 31% of American adults say they personally own a gun. And then here's some other stats from... Huh. Uh, I think this is from Pew. Um, but it, it said almost the same stats. It said about 30% claim to currently own a gun. S- about 69% do not currently own a gun. Hmm. <clears throat> Interesting. Uh, it says many adults who gun? don't currently own a gun could see themselves owning one in the future. Uh, I don't think I could. Could you? I don't even know what my point about that was other than that's just like a huge number. Yeah, that um, is a pretty big number. It's pretty huge. Huge. Okay. Huge. I wish I would have remembered. Here's some Maybe uh, I'll come back to you. screenshots from oh. Fox News. My favorite of all the news. I love Fox News. It's the best. <laughs> uh, I have circled McGregor, Conor McGregor. Oh, yeah, didn't he have stopped, some, like, huge fight? Stopped Donald Cerrone with a head kick and punches 40 seconds into the first round at UFC what? 246 on Saturday night. Dude was going ham, like, right off the bat. After blooding Cerrone's nose Damn. with his first punch, McGregor... Then floored Cerrone only 20 seconds into the bout with a perfectly placed left kick to the head. He mercilessly finished on the ground to the delight of a sellout crowd of 19,000 people. Wow. At T-Bombolo Arena. Because of it, McGregor's return is expected to be a huge seller on pay-per-view. The UFC said it made more than $11 million in ticket sales at T-Mobile Arena. For the fourth biggest game in the promo- promotion's history. 
I, I think my only point with this one was the sheer people. amount of money that went into a 40-second fight. A dude kicking some dude in How the How is head. that a thing? I don't know. This shit's crazy. $11 million on what? A 40-second fight? Yeah, like, is it really over and after how 40 much, seconds? Do they, and that's just, other people come out and fight, or, like, what? The UFC made more than 11 million in ticket sales at T-Mobile Arena. And they're going to So that doesn't like include... A, that doesn't include pay-per-view. Yeah, that doesn't include any of Think their of all, like, digital the bars sales. That would have been, like, playing it. All of, like, the people who gather at, how much, at parties to watch the game. How much per ticket is that? Fight. If you divided 11 million by 19,000... No they idea. all paid that much money on yeah, average. Yeah, people really do for pay that much money. For a 40-second fight. Yeah. That is, like, pathetic to me. Isn't that silly? If I spent that much money, I would want, like, it to be, like, on something that I could spend, like, all day doing or all day with <laughs> yeah. or something. Like, I get the... I, I would be like felt I would feel so ripped off. I'd be like what the fuck? I get it for the I get it for the for the <laughs> competitors. Insane. I get it for the guys where who it's like a process like they're training and they're they're the ones competing. It's that that's okay. But as an entertainment thing, it's shocking that this exists uh, at least that it's as expensive <laughs> as it is for such a short amount of um kind of payoff the way you're looking at your screen you make me think you forgot uh, to hit record i swear i did though no i was trying to do the math oh. i was trying to figure out the math <laughs> are you sure that didn't stop your recording knowing your apple phone no my phone is still recording thank you very much shocking wealth shocking shocking uh this, disgusting this this irked me okay what irked you what you get irked about. This is, this is a screenshot of, <laughs> it says, tips and tricks for working with a co-host. Top podcasters share their tips on choosing the right person to share the mic. Okay. And it irked you? It irked me because... I don't do any of those things. No, it, because I feel like if you're going to do something, if you feel compelled to do something that certain things should be very innate and natural and that i feel like there's an abundance of these people i i think the manifest women fall in this category all those podcasts that we i was ranting about yes um did it again you did it again no yes. i was agreeing like okay. yes uh-huh. like so you that know felt that felt like I'm a following. very condescending like yeah we know yeah no we know. like a yes <sighs> like i'm following uh-huh. you i am actively listening i find it i I feel like it's a little exploitive. Like, so you think that someone who who feels inspired, who really wants to do a podcast, can't figure out who they'll click with on mic, or who true. they'll want to talk to, how how to figure out certain steps, and it's like they have to like, they're trying to sell like this thing of like you need your handheld, follow our way and our advice and our tips. Maybe follow they don't us, mean follow you us, to follow us. like take it. I don't know. Maybe not so. No, literal, that's what all, I think. All these people do it. All the, yeah. I think certain how like uh, do-it-yourselfers make um, you feel like you have to kind of depend on something else. Kind of self-help, like you know, manual type people. They they want to like spell every single little thing out for you and hold your hand on every little single thing. And I'm thinking like, if you need that much help in handheld holding. 
then maybe you shouldn't be doing this. Like maybe you're not, maybe you're not really like supposed to be doing it. Yeah, but maybe they just want to do it for fun or something interesting. I don't know. But I get, I get what you're, I get what you're trying to say though. Like maybe if you really do need like that much help, like should you be trying to like? I just don't understand people do like like you're gonna get into something that you're not like really inspired and driven by and like I guess I feel like if you're that type of person that you would just know certain things innately and have already learned like things to look for signs and like types of people you should how you should talk and what you should be putting out there and what like what you've learned from other things already like if you're into something you've probably learned a lot already about it and it's like mm, if if you haven't picked that stuff up and you're that new to it and you want to do it already that's i feel like a little you're a little too quick you know you're you're like, jumping on board a little too quick you're a little too i don't know like wishy-washy or i don't know you know I, what i mean yeah though? i feel like i yeah i feel like i kind of i know what you mean like it's like you're that desperate or wealthy that you could just hop hey, into every little single thing and afford to pay every little single thing but, i don't know i feel like true fans kind of know a lot about something before they hop into it so it's just weird that they're trying to like sell this stuff almost yeah i think they're trying to like profit off of like dumb people well, that's yeah, what i feel like what every, a lot of religions do too yeah i just feel like just at the end of the day if you really just like strip everything away it, it they deserve all to about be exploited. like money and like doggy dog survival and it's just kind of what you choose to pay attention to and not to because it's like everyone's drive landlords government like uh influencers they all just want to like make (laughs) money off of you and like infomercials and like fucking con artists and shit like they all just want to make profit no one cares about anybody anymore don't say that here's a quote from russell brand that'll pep you up he says, our deeper human truth is non-violence, but we're kept from this truth by keeping us overstimulated. Yes. I think he was ranting about the media and uh, politicians and stuff. I thought that was very uh, accurate to the point and deep. I, our deeper, I agree. Like our core selves are non-violent. Like we feel bad when we do bad and are aggressive mm-hmm. to other humans or animals or um most of us i mean psychopaths don't really feel remorse or empathy (laughs) (laughs) yeah psychopaths wonder why you brought that up um but (laughs) but we're kept from or helped like they they do make quite an effort to like keep that truth from us by keeping us overstimulated and distracted with stuff consumption consuming yeah um, religion, I think, is part of this. It's a consumption type oh, ideal. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. <laughs> um, what are Please all these stats? don't laugh at me. <laughs> I feel very attacked by your laughing. Okay, here, this is from the Bureau of Labor Statistics. The Bureau of Labor Statistics. The U.S. Statistics. Bureau of Labor Statistics. Statistics. And it says um, the median usual weekly earnings of full-time wage and salary workers by sex quarterly averages seasonally adjusted from 2000 until 2016. 
Okay, so uh, I'm just reading through this. It says, I have a note that says, um, in Jerry Lewis's 1964, The Patsy, which is also on Hulu, did not like that one. Jerry Lewis film. And do not recommend it. Um, The Patsy, he says he's making $11 a week working multiple jobs. plus Plus overtime. And then he's, he has a heart attack when he's offered, or he's very dramatic, when he's offered $150 a week. Oh. Be like. And, but in these stats it says... The uh, the the median usual weekly earnings in two thousand was uh, just under six hundred dollars, and then six hundred dollars for a week. Yeah, kind of yeah. on average, and then that's the total, I guess, between the men and the women. So hmm, it's on okay. average. Yeah. And then it slowly climbs from around two thousand and through twenty sixteen, it climbs up to. About 900. Okay, so it goes from about 600 to 900 dollars. Yeah. In about mm-hmm. 20 years. It's not very much. But then, referencing this movie, he has a heart attack when he's offered 150 a week like he's wealthy. Yeah. And then, $11 a week, how the fuck is he... <laughs> He's surviving on $11 a week in this movie. Apparently. <laughs> but money back then was like... Working all these jobs. That's my point is like just in these like short amount of times, inflation is fucking ridiculous. Yeah, that's true. Like they say, oh, I survived on $11 a week back in the 1960s. You're like, what? I don't even make that an hour today. Yeah, and, a lot of places don't. And that don't. still you can't fucking... You can't survive afford. off that. That's not like even a livable wage to like, like people back then would have like houses and cars and like everything. I'm also shocked by this average that that 600 a week. That's fucking high. Yeah. I wasn't making that at like any of my jobs. Yeah, you'd have to be like making about two thousand four hundred dollars like a month. Nope. <laughs> I've never had a job that paid me that much. <sighs> It's crazy. And, this that is the only in, that job in, that, that was in 2000. Has. And then it jacked up so that t- in today's money would be about $900 a week. Wow. Uh, then I have a final note. What's the total amount the US workforce earns? I wonder if you divided it equally how much we'd all get. And I'm talking about like working age yeah. people. How much we'd all get if you divided it equally? I bet we'd all earn around $100,000. What do you think? I'm talking about CEO salaries, all the top top pinnacle to the bottom entry level. If you just include all everyone of those who's getting a tax return, who pays taxes. Yeah, take your base number, divide it. What by, the fuck is that yeah. number? And then divide it by the everyone who got one, so the working force. What would the average be, I wonder? I bet we'd all be wealthy. Oh yeah, I bet we'd but, all be wealthy. But like they keep sad. it intentionally so that that we're fucking having to like suckle at the teat of consumption mm-hmm. and we can't so ever can we can't us. ever make our own businesses or, or learn how to do things or experience life or do things ourselves because they want this fucking so-called trickle down effect that doesn't work. Yeah, it doesn't so work we, for the majority real average people. Are poor and that majority is growing <laughs> because of the system that they've created and refuse to acknowledge that it's It's a broken system. It's broken and it's real it's it's really intentionally crooked and and corrupt and exploitive and 
really like sinister um really sinister we should do the numbers i was looking for those numbers i don't know where those fucking numbers are but i don't know what the total workforce earns and what the total because they keep a lot of numbers private too yeah that's true so i don't know how we could ever know like what the total workforce like what accurately it would all just have to be like a huge guesstimation <laughs> like it'd all be like a big old guessing game andrea i know you're listening and I, I know you love math i need you to do the numbers do the numbers um, crunch them here's Less. some screenshots from the wall street journal it says uh, pro-democracy protesters and police clashed in Hong Kong's financial district on Sunday as authorities oh. abruptly shut down an approved and largely peaceful rally and used the batons and tear gas what? to disperse the crowd. Wow. So they had permission to be there <laughs> yeah. and to peacefully protest and they come in and again just are like, first thing they do is just start asserting violence. Thousands of people, many wearing the black garb and masks, now synonymous with a protest movement that's in its eighth month. Wow. Gathered in the city's central district mid-afternoon to demand universal suffrage. Uh, I think that's like voting rights or something. These people just all like protest after work or like... I don't know. I I do not know. I haven't followed it too closely. But it's it's really sad every time I hear that they haven't like listened to the people yet. Eight months and y'all just can't like do something. Yeah, they'd rather keep fighting against what the majority of the people want. The people want. actually want. It makes zero sense. Like we elected you, why aren't you listening to no, us? No, it's. I don't even think it's like a representative government, oh. really. I oh. think that's kind of what they're wanting. Or I don't know all the details, but oh, I, I know they're I know. not being represented. <laughs> oh. Um, some yeah. were waving British and American flags, calling for international support for their cause. The rally, which was approved by police, was also attended by many elderly people and families. So that's when we, when we actually do need to go to other countries, is when they're actually like, hey, Asking for like, us. Yeah. You could help us. Like, come I help think that us. Was the we claim, actually want your I help. I think that's what the claim they made with Vietnam, though, was, uh, oh, the people want us there. They want us to fight the communists. But it all becomes like some Blurred fucked line. up game for them. Yeah. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. After about an hour and a half, the crowd began to move and gathering showed signs of turning into a march, which was not approved by police. You can't move around. Don't walk. Yeah, what if they were all just like happened to be moving around, like shifting? Around that time, police labeled the gathering unlawful and ordered the crowd to disperse, firing tear gas and sparking clashes. I, I, I love how one group is allowed to determine what uh, everyone else should be doing and that they're punished if they don't listen yeah instantly when like they're when they're yeah i don't know i mean we weren't there but it doesn't yeah. sound very sensible to me it right police who sound. were already stationed in the vicinity of the rally used the batons on some protesters and some arrests were made Hong Kong police said in a statement that the gathering had been suspended as a result of rioters' violence oh. without offering any details. In a Facebook post after the clashes, police said two officers from the community lia- liaison office had been injured by rioters. Yeah, but how many rioters were injured by police? Mm. Mm. Here is a Hulu recommendation. That's true. Transporter 2, I saw is on Hulu, and that is the only Transporter movie I will recommend. Okay. I didn't like the first one, and I didn't really like the third one, but the second one, I feel like, kind of is a standalone, all you really 
need to experience in the trilogy. I feel like there was one of them I was watching on Hulu. And is that the one? Is, I don't was know. Was that the only one that's on there? Uh, I think all three, or at least the first two I thought were on there. Transporter 2. That I started watching. One uh, of them. I thought it was pretty okay. Oh, they have uh, Secrets of the Zoo was on Hulu, but it kind of gave me the creepies. The I have, I'm very suspicious of zoos. Yeah. I really question their intent. They claim they're about conservation or they're protecting an animal or helping uh, like rehab the animal or educating people about them. But yeah. the animals always look very fucking miserable. And they're still like caged. They're caged. They're forced to be there. And they're given very small. Even looking back through our Omaha Henry Dorley Zoo. Mm-hmm pictures when we went there we went there that one weekend all the exhibits look very tiny they did look very tiny Uh, even for like the gorillas and stuff like it seemed very small i made a note such a big ass zoo (laughs) i made a note about this uh i think it's a national geographic show ours is world famous do they address the encagement of intelligent life if zoos want to convince people like me that they're not evil <laughs> and exploitive, they should have on each exhibit that all animals are rehabbed and released with funds going to conservation. So like buying property like out and protecting it. and. Yeah, I just think that some can't like ever really be released to like the wild wild. That's why they should have like big like like if they have like the conservatory lands or whatever yeah like big like huge yeah like and they i i think they should end exhibits it's easy and convenient for humans but i feel like it's pretty abusive for the animals it is weird because like what if we were like caged up and we just saw like a consistent like flow of all these weird noisy especially like apes and stuff that's they're behind the glass like looking depressed and that is kind of sad. And you're telling me like that—that's the limit of their natural. Existence. That's their nat. Like that's the how much space territory they would use up if they were allowed to be in the wild. I bet you it wouldn't just be that tiny little area. Heck no. I bet they'd be roaming all the fuck around. Yeah, oh, they like might get jacked by miles. a tiger or something, <laughs> but I—I I think <laughs> I'd rather see, you know, nature, the cycle, the circle of life, like as natural as possible than. Um, to have them caged in this unnatural environment yeah zoos are weird i don't know if that was a very good argument but all right here's another screenshot zoos can be very damaging guys after the social media abuse that actor kelly marie tran endured during or following following the last jedi uh fans i think she yeah she played rose oh following the last jedi fans wondered how jj abrams and terio the writer would incorporate her character rose taiko into episode nine's narrative Mm. much to the regret of terio a decent amount of rose's screen time fell on the cutting room floor Terrio has said elsewhere that the standard of photorealism involving Carrie Fisher's Leia was to blame in a couple instances. <laughs> um, sounds like BS, but again, I was like, why? Why do they keep like 
having to feel like they need to defend cutting this actress's scenes. Yeah, if she like sucks she or it's unnecessary, like, that's how the job is. Yeah, like that's literally how show business is. Like, do you like think of all the people who probably have scenes cut every single day? Like, every scene can't make it into the movie. So, like, get over it. Like, it sucks, but at least you had the opportunity to like do it. All her lines sounded like one note line readings. Yeah, and take maybe take like some notes from that and take more acting classes or try to put more emotion to your acting or something like but then they claimed oh she was such a popular character but she like didn't for others do anything (laughs) and she was just like no it's just like so generic it's like (laughs) i don't believe in what they want her character to sell i don't know why her character is there and i don't know why they like they they had charlie from lost whatever dominic monaghan show up randomly he played a one of the their um, const- Sky yeah, repair guys. <laughs> I was like, really? Like, this feels a little Space forced fleet. and unnatural. And I don't know. I didn't like uh, that's some more Star Wars stuff that I forgot about. It's apparently, Star I had in my phone. Uh, here's a meme for Social Justice Warrior. It's a picture Social of Justice Patrick Warrior. Starr from SpongeBob SquarePants. Yeah. He has his to do list. <laughs> And he's crossing out nothing, like he completed <laughs> like, that for the day. Yes. So then it has uh, what my friends think I do. <laughs> and then he's crossing it out. And then uh, the next one is what my mom thinks I do, you know, nothing. And then what I think I do, it's the guy standing in front of the tanks at Tiananmen Square in China, that <laughs> protest picture. <laughs> And then back to what society thinks I do, and nothing, like nothing. What I really do, nothing. I think I've seen those that those memes in like other, like other forms. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, like pretty funny. Yeah, I thought that that feels like feels kind of what very I very true. Felt like I, what I went through on Instagram and Twitter, and what I still feel like I go through with doing this Human. podcast and. <gasps> um, yeah, just existing in general. <laughs> wow. Dark thoughts. Uh, here's another meme. This is news headlines, not dark thoughts. Who should we help? Homeless veterans or refugees? The correct answer is both. Our leader wants to spend $20 billion on a stupid wall. Don't tell me we don't have the money. That's yeah, true. I hadn't so heard that point. True. That they would rather build... This wall than just help. A wall that... <laughs> yeah. Um, that doesn't yeah it doesn't make any freaking sense let's not uh let's not help anyone the money's not there uh, right okay what else what what other lies do you guys have lined up i just like can't function with like the thought process of it like why do we need to be in war why do we need to build these walls like why do we need to be like this they're always rather fight than than try to help yeah. like why do you want why but do we want a government that doesn't like helping people everyone wants a government that wants to fight everybody and flex and the fact that like we're number one because we flex 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 that's all they want to do the non-stop fact that, like we're built look, look on at our military. like like immigrants yeah. like that's what like our country is made of and yet like now we're trying to be selective yeah because like, supposedly we have what? like the only reason we don't why we don't supposedly have enough resources and land for everyone is because the government and private businesses and all these the people with the power don't want to have a society or fix society in its current state to make it effective 
for more people. Yeah. It's too expensive. It's too it takes the power away from us. So no, we're not gonna Money do it. Money we can't spend on war. Yeah, uh, if it doesn't, if they don't profit from it, then it doesn't matter. Then they don't. They're against it. See, government in a nutshell. Yeah. Um. Here's another meme: judging people for their wrong race and sex is wrong. <laughs> I wish you bigoted white males would get that. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's another social justice warrior I type. I think so. Uh, <laughs> where. A lot of like the the I they did that yesterday um, on um, SNL um, with Melissa Via oh, Senor. Yeah, during, where uh, she was like white male rage. Was that Weekend Update? It she was came Weekend out. Update. Yeah. Yeah, she, she did, like, did an song. Oscar awards thing, kind of saying every movie was about white male rage. Uh, I get like the point behind it, but it, to me, it, like, does nothing more than just divide and target yeah, more. Yeah, just divide. It's reverse sexism or whatever the fuck you want to call it. It's like we're all. It's at... just sec. It's just sexism. Yeah, so, it really is just. Or, sexism. or just whatever. It's like, oh, our group is better, and then you target the other group. That's like if a dude just started singing like "White Bitch Rage." Judge, judging like, people's so many people would be is wrong, but then you, you don't want judge, but then you're gonna judge the Everyone white guys, else, yeah. or, or you're gonna target somehow it makes you a hypocrite like you fucking lose credibility yeah, right you away because because at some level it's like you're kind of stooping down to their their level and you should be better than that lesson learned here is a recommendation if you guys out there have some extra time you like reading you like articles there's an article i wrote um in vice that is titled "My One Shift as a Suicide Prevention Hotline Worker." Whoa! So if you Google that, uh, that's a pretty interesting article. It's from 2016. Uh, it says an unexpected source of my extreme discomfort: the very people I was trying to help. It's because suicide prevention hotline workers are targeted, uh, like for sexual abuse, because they have to stay on the line. And so oh, you have perverts calling shit. intentionally to to get off pretty much by Gross. saying things to them, yeah, trying to get them to ask questions I and never engage about them that. and try to force this creepy fucking conversation. And they said that she says in the article, like they kind of help like train you to um, you know, kind of get you used to like knowing what to expect or the the flags and stuff when they might be leading you yeah like ways but to maybe it know was if just it's fake it was heavier than i expected wow. and I, I totally understand like like where she was coming from uh it it sounded really uncomfortable Ooh. it sounded like she was being like like you and you'll get in trouble if you don't stay on the line with them what yeah it's just like oh, you should so send you're, me that article so i'm you're, curious to read it you should Google it yourself. Fine, I'll freaking Google like it I myself. Just, uh, make a note of it. You have a pen right in front Fine. of you. Finish your sentence since you want to be so stubborn. Uh, nope, just trying to make you take accountability for your life. <laughs> uh, it was pretty eye-opening, though. It's it's sad to hear that people are that broken that they don't care how how like much pain or whatever that they're going to cause on someone else. So they're like these perverts are calling clearly they have issues. They're broken people, yeah, and they're traumatized this people. Time away from... And now they're going to inflict pain on people who are there to try to help other like 
desperate people who yeah. are really depressed. It's really twisted, and that's it probably why they get sadistic. off on it. Yeah. Yeah, and how do you, like, how can, like, why are they indulging in that? I guess I have an issue with, yeah, I don't, I don't feel like these organizations like, should be, in, like, like allowing that to happen. Like, yeah, no, hang if, up on them. Like, fuck it. Yeah, if you know that, like, Block for them, a fact that like, it's trace like a perverted call, then you should be able to just be like, this is not what this call is for, yeah. and hang up on them. Like, we need preventative stuff, but we can't, like, enable like a different kind of abuse yeah that's gross simultaneously so okay, we're trying to help but then you're going to need help after that yeah because now you're going to be because your boss threatened to fire you if you don't stay on the phone with this fucking pervert like what yeah that doesn't make any zero sense. sense zero sense end it guys what the fuck is that, that read that article though it's by vice it's really good i think nice. the author's name is patia braithwaite kind of a crazy last name i've never heard of yeah uh my one shift as a suicide prevention hotline worker hmm. uh here <laughs> here uh here's a urban dictionary screenshot it's a def- <laughs> they always have good ones it's a definition for whore hat <laughs> where did you hear whore hat <laughs> i don't even remember but a whore hat According to Urban Dictionary, is a condom that protects you from whores. What? Dude, that bitch, like, such as that dude, dude, that bitch is nasty. You better wear a whore hat. <laughs> so you better just wear a condom? Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. That sounds like some old ass term. And then I love how Urban Dictionary has, has the option. They tie in, like, their merchandise. What? Right underneath that definition is you can get a whore hat mug. For your grandma, Larissa. What? Then <laughs> oh has a picture God. of like the word. You can choose like a word, and then the definition is on the flip side of the coffee mug. So I think oh we should get whore hat mugs. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and say no. <laughs> that is uh, two separate words. Whore hat. space hat. You're a whore hat. All right, here's a meme. Uh, I just thought these were funny. It must have been in a. A goofy mood. <laughs> yeah. This is a picture of... A goofy David. The Pope. And it says, chosen by God, quits. And then below it is a picture of Jesus on the cross saying, wait, we can quit? <laughs> oh, my That God. is a good point, though, that I believe it's the Pope's claim brutal. that they are chosen by God. That they can quit. But they can just quit. Oh, I know God chose me and all. But, <laughs> but this isn't my cup of tea, so bye, guys. I'm going to disobey now. I'm, I'm done yeah, fulfilling like the, ultimate the prophecy sin. or the, the I'm done being the uh, the obedient. Yeah. Here's another one. It's, <laughs> it's, it's another Pope one. It says, a man with a cape, a bedazzled hat. And a disco stick says it's wrong to be gay. <laughs> Seems legit. <laughs> and oh then I wrote, gosh. this is my own. The bigger the hat, the bigger the whore. <laughs> oh my God. I was going to say, you know what they say, right? The bigger the hat, the, the bigger, bigger the, the whore. whore. Don't they say that about the earrings? The bigger uh, the hoop, the hoop, bigger the whore. Yeah. Like the big dangly wide. The huge hoops, uh, yeah. For the earrings. The yeah, bigger the hat, the bigger the whore. Her hat was so big, she <laughs> must be a bigger whore. Whoa. Whore. Too many movies for you. 
You need to back off the old time movies like, where they call women whores. Watch like seven seasons of The Sopranos. Slap them. Here is a Hulu recommendation. Hulu, Hulu, Hulu. It is a Western, so that immediately cancels out 99% of people. Yes. Uh, it's a Western. Already not listening. Called Meek's Cutoff. Meek, M E E K S. And then cut off, C-U-T-O-F-F. It's set in 19, or it is set in 1845. This drama follows a group of settlers as they embark on a punishing journey along the Oregon Trail. Yeah, that Mm. might catch some people's attention right there. I played Oregon Trail, the video game, as a young young one. (laughs) As a wee lad. (laughs) Uh, it says when their guide leads them astray, the expedition is forced to contend with the unforgiving conditions of the high plain desert. Mm. It stars Michelle Williams, Bruce Greenwood, who plays Captain Pike in the Star Trek movie oh, reboot. Um, Paul Dano, I'm a big fan of his. Uh, Zoe Kazan, I've seen her in a few things. Will, Will Patton, he's been in a lot of stuff, he's yeah. really familiar. Um, it's, it's only PG which I didn't even know at the time. I saw it a couple years ago. I think it had a good rating on Entertainment Weekly. It's called and Meeks I, and what? Cut Off. Meeks Cut Off. Like, cut them off at the path. Yeah. Uh, and it's, uh, I, I think I saw it originally on Netflix, and I, I really okay. liked it. It's, um, it's from 2011. I don't like a lot of modern westerns, so this one. Yeah, those are usually I was, hard to get into. It was like a one of those pleasant surprises. Not really a Michelle Williams fan either. Uh, she plays the role pretty good because it's western. I feel like that's a good like kind environment for her, yeah. like a good fit. Okay. Um, I felt like it. It had a lot of like kind of mystery, like what's going on here, kind of. Ooh, kind of Hitchcocky. Yeah, okay. a little Alfred Hitchcocky vibe there, and. Uh, yeah, I'm not a huge Western. Like I grew up watching Westerns, but rewatching a lot of them in my adult years, because uh, my grandma owned a lot of tons of Westerns, and so I watched a lot. Like every time I was around her and growing up yeah. in the house, and Western. Uh, so I like Westerns, but what rewatching a lot in my adult years, I didn't really. Dig there hasn't much? been a lot that I've liked, but there's been a few that I think are. Primo, primo. The primo. Like, are just good movies. They're like, they break just, the five-star record. Yeah. And they go to 10 out of 10 And I felt like this one was pretty good, so I recommend it if it... If you come across it. Yeah. If, you, right. if that's your cup of tea. Here are... Oh, I had a weird fact about um, Lucille Ball. Okay. She has three... She starred in three TV series, and they're I all available Lucy. on Hulu right now. The Lucy Show, and what else? Here's Lucy. Here's Lucy. So, from 1951 to 1957, she was on I Love Lucy. And then she took, like, a five-year break. I don't know what she was doing in that five years. She came back from 1962 to 1974. Wow. And started in... So, each one of her series was about six seasons plus. Six or seven Six, seasons. Uh, like seven And I did seasons. not realize that she had starred in three separate series, all kind of similar. I didn't know that either. But each for about, like, a full, like... Um, run. Like, like a, a long... Full-on run. Yeah. Like, like ten years. That's a solid... Like that's solid. Ten years. That's... Wow. Uh, I'm not a huge fan of her. It's very <laughs> slapsticky and 
it's a little lowbrow for me. Um, but I don't, I'm not hating. <laughs> yeah, I'm not hating. I think uh, she's definitely. It's good background. Earned like, her keep in the. That's a lot of world. content. That's a lot of it's a like. a lot of content. That's a long, like 51 to almost 74 with just a five year break in between. It's a long time. That's impressive. Yeah. OG. Wow. Straight OG. So I thought that was interesting. <clears throat> Here is a. A screenshot from Wikipedia. Oh, okay. It, the definition is narcotizing dysfunction. Narcotizing. What is this? Yes, what please. Is what is narcotizing this? dysfunction? It's probably something you. This is a theory that you have. mass media inundates people on a particular issue. They become apathetic to it, substituting knowledge for action. Sounds very oh. familiar to what is going on, and kind of what I complain about a lot. Uh, it is suggested that the vast supply of communication Americans receive may elicit only a superficial concern with the problems of society. This would result in real societal action being neglected while superficiality covers up mass apathy. They're well, using kind of less common words, but... Yeah. Thus, it is termed dysfunctional as it indicates the inherent dysfunction of both mass media and social media during controversial incidents and events. The theory assumes that it is not in the best interest of people to form a social mass that is politically apathetic and inert. This is a little wordy, but the I think the first sentence is really the, the, the base of the, it. Yeah, it's a the theory that theory. mass me media inundates people on a particular issue that they become numb to it. That's what apathetic means. Yeah. So anytime you hear that word, it just means that you're just kind of numb to it. You don't... It doesn't really affect you. You're just kind of like a... Yeah, they become uh, apathetic to it, immune. substituting knowledge for action. So they know about it, but they're not going to do anything about it. That sounds like society kind of at large. That is With our government, with our businesses. They know, know what wrong. to do. They know what what's better they know the better option like the food thing they know we shouldn't be fucking doing this but they're gonna like spin it or they're gonna like present it or 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 create the system so that it's only benefiting them and that they profit from it and i don't know and it all ties into just kind of like bombarding us with yeah. like making us numb and d distracting us a lot they create a lot of infighting us. so that we fight amongst these each other and then we're not of, focusing on the bigger issue yeah. Because like we're turning on each other. Yeah, what what can we actually do? What uh, what has worked in the past? What is right? What is, like, how can we... What are the commonalities that we can come together on to make progress? Get better and evolve, get stronger together. Instead of fighting amongst each other and trying to control people. It's bizarre. It is bizarre. Narcotizing dysfunction. Narcotizing so, uh, N -A -R -K, uh, N -A -R -C o-t-i-z-i-n-g dysfunction here is a screenshot from cnn.com a dentist was filmed extracting a tooth while on a hoverboard what he was found guilty on 46 counts that is so dangerous he was a dentist i think in alaska that was filmed he was like I riding on his hoverboard, hoverboard Dude, while doing some that's uh, so messed up stuff with the patient <laughs> wow that's messed up that's so dangerous yeah i'm glad he got found guilty yeah like that is an unnecessary like it's very hubristic very uh 
narcissistic like i can do this and i'm going to do it and i'll get away with it it. and i don't care about uh the Mm -hmm. safety of them or any of these other things good i'm glad whoever narked on him he got in trouble that guy deserves it he deserves to be punished here is a, another CNN.com screenshot. Just take. says, on this week on ABC, Dershowitz argued that the articles of impeachment voted on by the House did not meet the constitutional standard for the use of Congress, Congress's most grave power to censor a president. He says, you have a lot of evidence, disputed evidence that could go both ways, but the vote was to impeach. To impeach on abuse of power, which is not within the constitutional criteria for impeachment and obstruction of justice. What? And then the second part says, the logic of that absurdist position that's being now adopted by the president is he could give away the state of Alaska. He could withhold execution of sanctions on Russia for interfering in the last election to induce or coerce Russia to interfere in the next one. These guys talk a lot. Do I talk that much when I'm like trying to make a point uh sometimes do i, I make as like... little sense like re 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 reading <sighs> like reading this stuff out loud like confuses me what my original sometimes i think uh the mere idea of this would I think have you make the founders. good sense you just kind of repeat it but in like different ways and that's usually when i'm like yeah like i i get it because <laughs> you'll like repeat it but you'll repeat it like you'll use different verbiage each time or you'll like try to over explain it and it's like complicating it from like what's actually happening. <laughs> yeah, Sometimes. I should have probably just deleted that. But that not all the didn't time. really mean anything to me. Sorry, I wasted everyone's time. Maybe Aww. it meant something to you guys. Here's a Hulu recommendation. The <laughs> Pawnbroker, which you watched like a little bit with me. It was about Saul. Oh yeah. Was an embittered survivor of a Nazi death camp. He is uh, now a Harlem pawnbroker. He harshly condemns his clientele as the dregs of society and ridicules his idealistic assistant. But when uh, Ortiz, his assistant, risks his life for Saul, he learns the truth about hope or something. Um, (laughs) Hope or something. They always cut it off with their... They uh, do because they want you to click more so they can get your cookies and stuff like that. (laughs) Yeah. Whatever they do. Uh, that movie tripped me out. I went into it. I don't remember hearing about it ever. I think it was directed by Sidney Lumet, who's a big director. Um, yeah, I don't know who that is. I think. And then, uh, yeah, the way they edited it, he has these flashbacks. Oh, yeah. That were really trippy that I, I haven't seen a movie really do before. Um, yeah, for then, its time, it was very, very. I think it was a very well done movie. Yeah, and this guy's like. And the story was interesting. This guy's like, barely talks and like pissed the whole time. It's very quiet, and then you kind of learn why. Um, yeah, this like is just. It's a very like. It's a heavy happens. movie, but it's not. I don't feel like it. It was as heavy as. 
um, like Schindler's List or something. But I think it's as important of a movie. I think it should be up there with Schindler's List and with Saving Private Ryan and some of these other World War II movies that are like household names. I feel like The Pawnbroker should be up there too because that shit was like well done, I think, from I think it was really well start done. to finish. It, uh, it really fucked with me. I think I had to like look away from my book quite a few times because it started to suck me in because I was like, what's happening? Like, like emotionally, like the emotional yeah. heft of it. But at the same time, it wasn't like... It wasn't like preachy and it wasn't like overly depressing. It was just like more interesting. Like what's going on with these characters yeah. and what's like what's happening? What's this guy's like? How come? I don't know. It just had me like more interested than like, oh that's fucked up or that's fucked up or that's that's heavy. <laughs> oh man, that's it was just up. more of like a like a secondary like whoa that was powerful like yeah it was more real it was more powerful that's a good way to put it more powerful here's a screenshot from instagram uh this lady's a bit of a influencer type feel to her but she had a lot of cool health stuff so okay. it was called meow me x so meow m-e-o-w m-e-i-x and this screenshot is, it says the power of marketing. So one side has a picture of Gatorade. It says good for athletes. And then on the right side, there's a picture of Hawaiian punch that says good for kids. <laughs> and um, But they're kind of like the same. Yeah, they compare the ingredients and it's very, very similar. They're both blue drinks. They both, it's water, then sugar. Oh. Uh, and then a lot of s similar um, ingredients after that. So she just kind of points out the p the power of marketing. Yeah. And then says to swipe right for better choices. And she just kind of had some like homemade mixing stuff with electrolytes and uh, more natural flavors yeah. and stuff. Uh, but I hadn't seen that comparison. Lemon and water. I thought that was water. interesting. Like the Hawaiian punch, pretty much. Water. Like some of these sugary drinks, or even the ones like targeted towards kids, which I think is fucked up and should be illegal. Uh, <laughs> that they claim are like health drinks or good drinks for athletes. Yeah, for but adults. they're really not. And it's just with a different label and a spin to their story that this is like considered like a healthy option. Or a good alternative. <laughs> so, I thought yeah. that was interesting. Interesting. Here are some from Fox News. Hopefully this one makes a little more sense. It says, we conclude that these gun control laws, all of these measures have nothing to do with actual safety. This has nothing to do with saving lives. Noir said, it is about accumulation of power and control. That's what this is about. And it's always been about that. Hmm. Uh, when you own a firearm and you are a citizen who owns a firearm, you don't completely and wholly depend on the government for your own safety. You've now empowered yourself in taking safety into your own hands. Uh, I think I screenshotted that. Uh, I think that was it. I had two screenshots of that one for some reason. Huh. Um, Bad. Yeah. Uh... Yeah, what do you think about that? I I don't know how I feel about that. Like, I... Yeah, I Like, I like the idea of, like, yeah, we should be able to protect ourselves. But I also feel like... And I, I have an issue with, like, if the government 
the government says it's okay that they can have machine guns and missiles and stuff. Like, yeah. Or, uh, rocket propelled grenades, you know, all this crazy shit. But then the citizens can't have certain things. So it's interesting, like, I don't know. like Yeah, like, how do they pick and choose? I get the like, idea of, like, you... Either way, it's a deadly weapon. Isn't it weird, too, that conservatives are very, like, patriotic and we have to protect ourselves and we have the power to take our own safety in our hands and uh, we don't have to wholly de- depend on the government. But then it's like, that's almost like an anti-government thing. You're saying you don't trust the government to, like, protect <laughs> handle you. Handle it all for Or us. to handle it. It's almost almost ironic or kind of contradictory a little bit yeah if you think about it that way i i don't know what my point was with that one but it i don't know i don't really have an opinion i I don't really i don't feel really see the point i guess i'm in owning too positive like owning guns um I mean, yeah, it's cool that people have the the choice to do it, but, like, I don't see why people need to do it. Like, maybe if you're hunting, oh, he's just trying to drown me out. I finally start talking, he wants to drown me out. <laughs> I don't, yeah, I just, I don't really see the point in owning them. Yeah. And I... I feel like they should do more preventative. I think it's crazy that like the, the government can have, like, so much control over just, like, everything. I don't think we would feel a need for needing, like, to own weapons and guns if there was more, like, preventative stuff done on mental health and making sure that uh, the economy is set up in a way that... Actually functions correctly. Yeah, and that people who feel desperate and who need access to, to, like building and learning skills or starting businesses or just resources in general yeah just having somewhere to live and just like the kind of basics that society like runs on um until they're gonna address like the, the those basics and making things more equal and giving value to humans I think people are gonna always like be scared and feel like I need, I need, you know, guns and, and things that can hurt other people yeah. if they want to hurt me. So you always have like this fear mentality and kind of aggressive, like you're suspicious and looking for danger and you're afraid of being attacked, but you're willing to attack and like it's always this like. It's always this weird dance. Yeah, it's always like yeah. I don't know. I don't like it. I prefer to think I don't like, like it. let's just continue progressing and helping each other and finding ways to just help work together. cure like mental yeah. illness and making sure people can contribute and feel like they're Putting able to kind of access and yeah access like fulfillment and if people don't feel like that they are gonna want to lash out and hurt other people. And do these terrorist attacks and no, we don't need that. And we trying to control God. other people with, with fear, <laughs> just like religion and and weapons. That's all the same to me. Like you're trying to control, you're trying to force people to believe your version of things. Yeah. I don't know. Let's move on. Move on then. 
Here's a Fox News screenshot. It says an interview with The Hollywood Reporter about Hillary, the new Hulu documentary series on her life. Hillary Clinton bashes 2020 Democratic contender Bernie Sanders. Whoa. Building on what had already been a news cycle filled with bad press for Sanders in advance of the Iowa caucuses. He was a Congress for years, Clinton says in an excerpt for the documentary. He had one senator support him. Nobody likes him. Nobody wants to work with him. He got nothing done. He was a career politician. It's just all baloney, and I feel so bad for the people who got sucked into it. Whoa, that's pretty intense. When asked by The Hollywood Reporter if the statement still holds, Clinton said, yes, it does. Wow, she's cold. I mean, that's, like, really kind of fucked up to just, like, rip them apart like that. What is the purpose here? Right before another major election... Another, She's not even running, so what the fuck? And another another thing happens that is causing infighting. You know how yeah. her emails thing was happening and then there was like Pit they were ends. they were saying that there was like leaks that uh they were trying to make Bernie lose or something. I think I remember something about that. that like they, they were, were all colluding. Work, yeah, work against it cuz his ideas are just too radical. That's that's fucking uh, that's uh, it's that's really immature. To me, it shows that it's all the same. Like the different, there is no difference between her and Trump. Yeah. Like she's just showing like it's it's not about the people. It never was. That it's just about winning. Yeah, it's just about who can be in charge. And she's like lashing out at him and, and saying no one likes him. No one wants to work with that's you. That's like so fucked up. He got up nothing to say. done. Uh, if he got nothing done, why did he keep? Why did he stay in Congress? Can't they and, like vote him out? And he was a career politician. What is she? She she she's, she's been involved politician. with politics since she's been in college. Yeah. But she uh, thinks she actually tries to get stuff done. She's trying to be holier than thou. She's trying to create infighting. Like, what is she like being paid by Trump to well, like? would that be crazy? Cause uh, a disruption so that oh we can't unite behind this guy now. And and just cause a, another disruption so that people get disorganized and it's like the thing I, I what I call it earlier it's the uh, the, the oh. narcotizing dysfunction yeah narcotizing dysfunction it's like she's a um a, one of those what are those agents you call them SPs suppressive person no like disinformation a, agent disinformation agent where it's like okay suddenly like I was useful you're causing drama. For really, like, no reason. On the team that you claim to, to support. Yeah. Yeah, and for no reason. Like, you're not even, like, involved in it. Yeah, it's just, like, to spite. Yeah, it's just, it's really petty to me. It's really childish. Yeah, it's really fucked up. Um, it's politics for and you. It, it sounds a, little, a bit hypocritical, especially if he was a career politician. Yeah, yeah it's like Bitch, that's what you are. That's exactly what you are. Here's some screenshots, um... This lady says, of course she won't support him. She doesn't want her taxes raised to give us all social programs we deserve. And he only did 39 rallies for her, so why would she support him? JK. (laughs) This was one of the users on Twitter in regards to that. And then... Good point, good point. uh, This other guy says, remember in 2016 when everyone liked Bernie Sanders and the DNC colluded together to keep him from the Democratic 
Trump candidate. There you go. Remember when people hated Hillary Clinton so much they voted for Trump? She should stop talking. (laughs) Uh, That's true. That's something else I have forgotten about is that she is hated. She is, she is, um, very hated. Polarizing. Yeah. A lot of people don't like Hillary. So it's very interesting that she, that's why I'm calling her immature childish because that's like a petty thing to do like you're and it's ironic it's like you're targeted people target you and say that they don't like like you and and because that probably hurts you and because um they don't embrace you the way that you've tried to make them embrace you that you're going to now target someone else that's that's like shit that i'm going through and she's like twice my age but i struggle with like targeting people People, like lashing out on twitter or lashing out at whoever yeah but i think she yes please she does it in a different form at least she's like you're mature well not her but i meant to say at least you at least you're like working on that stuff and you don't blatantly do it just well, at least to, like, she's successful and powerful you know what do i fucking have to show for my honesty and stuff i was talking about that with injury like what's the point of like choosing to still be good choosing to try to follow the law choosing for to sake, try to work hard choosing to try to be transparent and honest the- and i guess the only answer i could come up with is that i feel like that is the only true form of progress that's that's what true progress is that's what true evolution is because if you're living in denial you're denying um whatever facts and, and evidence and repeatable science and stuff or you know different things yeah, we talk not, about you're yeah. not living and you can't how can you get better if you don't you're Change not de- working you're, with the yeah. facts you're dealing with imaginary shit you're, you're, you're in like the dream world you're in denial you don't want to get better. You don't want to address the painful stuff. You don't want to put in the work. So, yeah, because no one wants to, like, address all the painful stuff about themselves. Because everyone yeah. thinks they're holier than now. And those are all the assholes who step all over the people who I actually think, give a shit. Yeah, I think that's why she acts out. I think that's why Trump acts out. And these people who claim that they're trying to sell the idea of, of uh, I'll represent you and make your life better. But it's like, that's like the ultimate narcissism yeah so these people like they're drawn to power and they're very like creepy i mean you see her character coming through a little bit this is what she will allow you to see think about like what her true character and nature is or or trump this is what we see of trump what he allows us to see yeah the the lizard people yes you bring that's me to my final point. That's what you're hinting at, right? <laughs> that she's secretly, her true nature is one of the lizard catacombs in I think we have to be LA. suspicious of these. I mean, we have to, I'm not trying to create infighting either, uh, but I think we have to be suspicious of representation and start banding together as humans and stop this fucking bullshit, bullshit. team stuff. Yeah, because it just really does divide us and it doesn't accomplish like anything. It, I think it hinders progress on... Look how much I feel like we it's just this pendulum of like, oh, progress. Oh, no, we'd lose all the progress. Oh, there's mm-hmm. some progress. Oh, we lose all the progress. Yeah. It's because of the infighting a, a lot. It's the yeah. back and forth of infighting and the teams. Yeah. Instead of just, okay, let's stop being teams and just go forward together and we'll fight this stuff and focus and target on the stuff that is really a threat to the human race, like starvation and poverty and. Uh, 
space, going further into space, and uh, climate yeah, change. Focus it on and, better things. And yeah, protecting uh, like stupid, us from pollution and stuff. Instead of the stupid like teams thing. What else you got? Here's a screenshot from me. One of the last polls I I did. <sighs> uh, only got three votes, but you you can tell me what you think of it. It okay. says when streaming. Do you generally prefer the original content or the licensed content more? So oh, licensed is the, the, the rented remember, stuff, yeah. like Netflix is licensing the Marvel movies yeah. or whatever, but they didn't own it. Oh, so no, they have yeah. to eventually like relinquish it and they can't air it anymore until they pay again. Or maybe they'll never be yeah, allowed like to. It's like a kind of a borrow fee. Yeah. So versus like they have their own, like they're creating they their own their shows. Own, posted their own productions, um, things like that. Only um, got three votes. Uh, people voted for original content. They got two, mm-hmm. two of the votes. One person voted for licensed. I prefer licensed. Gosh, I don't know. Um, I feel like I've seen a lot of really good original content. I haven't seen that many. Yeah, but you have really high standards. Uh, <laughs> and you're picky. And I'll just kind of watch whatever and be okay with it. Sometimes. Not always, but sometimes. Uh, I'm more easily amused. My response to Clinton, and I actually wrote this one, uh, and to the Hollywood Reporter, I said it's a game to them. Get it yet? Their goals as leaders and representatives is to divide us in order to maintain the status quo of them retaining power, not the people. It is a game. It's a yeah. fucking game to them. It they is a they game. want the power. How do I get the power? How, how can I how sell I this idea? It? They're marketing themselves. It? It's a fucking game. And then their game is like that hip the uh, the fucking Wikipedia thing oh I keep God, forgetting because it's such a big word. Like <laughs> Narcotizing uh, dysfunction. dysfunction. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah. That that they're just dividing us to maintain them having power. That yeah. They're not going to change the power dynamic. They're representing us. They're they have the power. They're writing the laws. They have the power. Of course, yeah. Um, you got the power. Yeah, not the people. Here's a Hulu recommendation. I don't oh, know if it's still on there. But it was uh, it was a while. It might be off there. But it was a uh, Woody Allen movie called Played Again Sam, 1972. Mm. Um, and he plays kind of like a nerdy guy who imagines interacting with Humphrey Bogart from Casablanca. Okay, interesting. To try to like uh, make him more of a man, you know, <laughs> get yeah, the girl. Yeah, he's like a little wimpy kid um, or something. I know people have their opinions of Woody Allen and all those creepy accusations against him, uh, but I try to just watch it as the art that it was before. Um, yeah, like not, we knew like, of all these creepy accusations. So much of who's involved. Uh, I thought it was really good. I think it was probably in my top. Uh, like 10, maybe top three of the Woody Allen movies oh, I've seen. Okay. I've seen him in like Broadway, Danny Rose. I really like that one a lot. Uh, I'm thinking, I'm forgetting one of the other ones. Oh, I mean, he did Manhattan and he did um, that other one with Keaton. I forget her name or what the. I don't know. Movie well, was. I, don't, uh, I don't know like any Woody Allen films. I'm sorry. All right. Well, that was a good one. I don't know if it's still on Hulu, but uh, that was a pretty good one. Uh, oh, <laughs> I did a. Uh, I did a scam advisor scan on my website. Okay. On davidkatoltd.com. I wanted to see what scam advisor would say when I searched our website. If we were 
if they thought that we were a scammy website or, oh, yeah, or like what uh, i think it pulls up some like ip data or whatever that like stuff's scam, called Scam, most likely not a scam yeah how much traffic it gets like all this different information so when i did it had some interesting stuff so they had the organization the owner the address postal court code and all the, the city is in um it's the city toronto hmm. country ca canada so it's in toronto canada so somehow they route our my stuff like Probably the data center or something is yeah. there in Toronto. It says mm. CA. I thought that was California at first. <laughs> it says country. Yeah. Interesting. And I wonder if that has anything to do. Well, I guess that was like, I don't remember. Was that Montreal? But I was wondering if like the the uh, the hits that we get on oh, the computer yeah. from Canada have anything to do with being linked through this. Ooh, I don't know. Maybe. But maybe not. They didn't really have any other information on them. It was all oh. like the same like Canadian thing over and over. <laughs> <laughs> like all the, the the address information. Canadian. Uh, here's one from USA Today. It says Trump claimed he would, quote, love to testify, him <laughs> testify himself at the Senate trial. I'd sit right in, in the front row and stare in their corrupt faces. <laughs> he added that his lawyers probably wouldn't allow that. <laughs> oh my god, give me a break. Deflect, deflect, deflect. That's all I gotta say. He's so immature. So he calls Just, them corrupt. Yeah, he calls them he's corrupt. Being investigated he's investigated for corruption. For fucking. Dude, you're on trial for impeachment for fucking being corrupt and you have I'm the nerve your glue, to be like, whatever you I say. don't wanna look at them. They're corrupt. Okay, so okay, we did break. a story about the uh iranian missile attack on an airbase had no reports of u.s troops being uh, no casualties no injuries yeah. but now we learned that's a lie oh Sh shit. surprise surprise right yeah surprise i'm shocked shocked to my core i'm not uh cnn.com president trump said he does not consider potential brain injuries to be as serious as serious as physical combat wounds downplaying the severity of U.S. service members being treated for concussion symptoms from an Iranian attack, oh. calling them just headaches. Wow. During the World Economic Forum, Trump was asked to explain the discrepancy between his previous comments that no U.S. service member has ha was harmed in the January 8th Iranian missile attack on Al-Assad Air Base in Iraq. <laughs> now he's just like, oh, I don't think this is an injury it's just headaches yeah and you know he knows that those troops were there and they denied it at first yeah. and then they're saying oh no there's like there's a bunch of them that got that got concussions <sighs> fucking trump dude i don't trump. but the trump. fact that they like lie and they deny it is so insane and they get away and then with they it. just played off like yeah. Oops, I, I didn't have all the information yet, or... Like, they always have some bullshit Oh, excuse. yeah, they always had some reason. Like, why are you opening your mouth if you didn't have all the information <laughs> yet? Why are you talking on something you don't understand? And then you're just going to play it off. Like, it's because you're fucking lying. Yeah. USA Today. USA Today. Says Trump said he was authorized... Who, who said he authorized the strike on 
Soleimani because he was a threat to the U.S. interests in the region. That was the Iranian general. Yeah. Had, see, you did it again. Yeah. No, I was just saying, no, like, you yeah. always no, do it. I know, no, I know who he is, different though. Tones. Okay, I'm sorry. You I do didn't this mean condescending it like that. fucking tone, and you know it. <laughs> I didn't mean it in a condescending way. I'm trying to mean it in, like, a, like, yeah, I know who you're talking about. You're supposed to be the voice of the people. And here you are. Yeah, we know who you're talking about. <laughs> the he, Iranian general. Who Trump got, has like, previously threatened to place sanction on Iraq over its opposition to American troops. We've talked a little bit about how he keeps threatening to punish Iraq because yeah. they want us to pull our to troops leave. out, which we'll we need to fucking leave. Pull us out. Yeah, he says we're working on a lot of things together. Trump said before the meeting with Sali, we have a whole host of difficult things to discuss and some very positive things also. Uh, I don't know why I screenshotted that because we already talked about that shit. But Maybe he, you oh, to I think it? I think I was going to point out that he authorized. Isn't it? I don't understand that this businessman authorized someone to kill someone. I'm has like you're voted by the people for some reason. He ele- he only really represents half of the voters. Yeah. Um, because over half the voters didn't vote for him. Um, so, true. but this Hopefully. guy who used to be a businessman, he has, didn't, he wasn't in the military. I don't think that has anything to do with it, but that's just like an extra point that this individual has the authority. He's ma- granted magical authority, a license to kill because he was <gasps> le- like, he can legally like murder now. They give, yeah. they gave him they the give the right president to call a order to like just kill somebody. To have authority to say yeah, kill or, or don't kill, and and it's their own individual like their own personal beliefs that this person was a threat to the region, or the U.S. What is what is the quote U.S. interest in the region? He was a threat to U.S. interests in the region. Yeah, because he wants to kick us out. <laughs> what is the what is our interest in the region? Yeah, I don't know. You're asking like I have the answer. I don't fucking know. These are the questions we should be asking. These are the these guys go unchallenged every day. He has the authority to kill and decide this person lives and dies. That's pretty magical. And then it's very subjective. Like it's pretty crazy. Uh, uh, here's a screenshot. You, if you have some extra time, should read about the Dungeon of Inquisition. The Dungeon. This is a beautiful little tool that the church uh had back in the day where they would imprison people dungeons were situated underground so that the outcries of the subjects might not reach other parts of the building and that's Um, not creepy at all to to challenge people who were quote enemies of the church and (laughs) like non-believers people who believe different things people that they viewed as threats or uh uh, whatever, SPs, whatever, yeah, immoral people. people. That's some creepy shit. That that is religion, creepy. And I bet you sh- Christianity, like remains Catholicism, stuff like that still exists. That they used to capture people, torture people, imprison people, kill people. Sounds they used godly. to do all this really evil, and they still do evil stuff. But like this shit is like on another level. This isn't just, like, trying to convert with your words, like, the shit that I complain about. 
like you're trying to manipulate people like this is like you're physically capturing them you're physically torturing them you're or physically murdering killing them in order to you must believe what i believe yeah our way we're going to force you to be like us we're going to force you to believe our beliefs and if you don't we're going <laughs> to torture you here's one from usa today we're almost to the snl theory that's the next one I know you're dying for this SNL theory. Dying to fucking <laughs> finally hear it. Uh, USA Today. Um, who said this? She's the favorite of the Russians. They have a bunch of sites and bots and other ways of supporting her so far. And that's assuming Jill Stein will, will give it up, which she might not, because she's also a Russian asset, Clinton said, Hillary Clinton. Yeah, she's a Russian asset. I, to- I mean totally. They know they can't win without a third-party candidate. So I think she was... This is from USA Today. Why Hillary um, keep buttoning up into everything? Following You're not Clinton's running. Stay comments, the Gabbard frick out, wrote, out of the conversations. Uh, Gabbard? So this might be about uh, some one of the candidates. Running to be president? Yeah, like a Democratic candidate. She's a favorite of the Russians. They have a bunch of sites and bots. Other... In other ways of supporting her. Like, why would she say that? I don't know. Probably just to try to pick more people off. Because... But what would she benefit from saying all of this? Like, why does Hillary, like... That's what I'm trying to figure out. Like, is she, like, being employed by Trump or something? Yeah, because it seems like she's weird, calling a lot of questions it's to like her a weird insider thing. team. Yeah. Like, what is the insider? How is she going to benefit from this? And who is she to, like question like the moral and everything of all these people when she's like pretty fucked up herself they know they can't win without a third party candidate so it's like she's saying that third party candidates are pointless and she only believes in a two-party system i guess i don't know it's hard to speculate on what other people it's almost what she's like insinuating she's a rush because um ross perot i think was notorious for having split or he's like accused of making like uh one of the democratic nominees i think lose and that's how nixon won Mm. or some shit like that it's because so many people voted for the third party candidate because they didn't like the two main ones that it ended up (laughs) causing the least liked of them all to to win (laughs) to win yeah oh fuck all right Here's, Here's the SNL our theory. Our beloved SNL theory. He's been teasing me for... <laughs> it's not even that big of a deal. ...a couple of days. Oh, great. Here we go. Now I learn it's not even a big deal. Um, This is about Colin Jost. And I have a theory that Colin Jost is being groomed by Lorne Michaels... For what? ...to replace Lorne Michaels at some point. Oh, shit. You think or so? Or by at least the, the showrunners, whoever... Which would include Lauren Michaels. What makes you think that? Because he's been... So the show's co-head writer. Um, he's uh-huh. a co-head writer. I think he was head writer by himself for a while. Um, Colin Jost. He grew up in Staten Island. So he's like a native, native. New Yorker. Um, oh, he bought, a, he bought a home in the Hamptons in 2016. <laughs> That's nice. Uh, but well, it, he it, here's Parker. some other notes before we get to that. It says... This is a article on uproxx.com. 
Uh, says something about Conjos bugging me for reasons I hadn't bothered to contemplate until now, but I don't know a single person who's a self-described Colin Jost fan. That's true. I've never heard anyone say, I really like Colin Jost. Yeah. Glad he's on the show. Except for online. This might say more about the class of people I associate with than it says about Jost, because Jost apparently is adored by some extremely powerful people, including Tina Fey, one of the people who hired Jost at the age of 22, <laughs> right after he graduated from Harvard. Wow. Lauren okay. Michaels. Lucky. And Scarlett Johansson. Um, then there are people who run the Emmys, the editors at the New Yorker, and the studio that bankrolled his 2015 semi-autobiographical Adventureland ripoff, Staten Island Summer, and the gatekeepers at Netflix to ensure that you can watch... Uh, blah, blah, blah. Uh, to carry over this analogy, Jost is a homegrown prospect. I already mentioned that he's from Staten Island, right? Yes, you did. You um, said he was a native. And then joining SNL in 2005 after serving as president of the Harvard Lampoon in college. He, his entire professional life has been spent at the show, first as a staff writer, then as head writer, and then as co-anchor of Weekend Update. Wow, this dude made a lot of huge strides yeah why is that why is that very interesting i think he's being groomed to replace lauren as showrunner at some point hmm. i have a theory okay he's well, been with the we'll show for so fucking long ever pans and out he seems to be very like sh like schmoozy yeah. right now now that he's with scarlet that's another uh interesting thing i had that they're just doing this like cross marketing thing trying to get pete davidson hooking up with other celebrities and then they keep and, talking and, about yeah, it he's like a star fucker and then they talk about it in the show uh and then it's on all over social media yeah because they and mentioned then, scarlet and colin like a lot throughout yeah, like ever since the, him and scarlet got together yeah they Jost, like make drops in it in like the dialogue they reference and stuff. It yeah multiple like every show sometimes more than once yeah um interesting yeah mm. and that seems like very cross-marketing like oh like they keep pushing their their uh people to like hook up with the stars or something so that we can keep the brand alive because they don't yeah, have a lot of know. viewers like they're not like a huge like, their viewership isn't that big so it's like they're it makes them seem very Dude, like, like something's going on to just try to keep them relevant yeah like when you're forcing this shit down our throat that much and I don't know. It's just very inside clubby. It's very odd. A little forced sometimes. Makes me suspicious. But maybe, I don't know, maybe you're being too, too, uh, in depth with it. Uh-huh. Uh, CNN.com uh -huh. says Greta Thunberg has called for a public and private sector divestment from fossil fuel companies. Does that mm. pose a threat to U.S. economic growth? A reporter asked Nunchen. And then he said, is she the chief economist or who is she? I'm confused. The secretary replied, break, it's a joke. Shoes. After she goes and studies economics in college, she can come back and explain that to us. <laughs> okay, so. It's kind of an asshole of a statement. Um, some people say that it was probably well-deserved, but here's my defense of, uh, of that, uh, of or for her, I guess, for her. Yeah. I feel like the economy should be well understood by young people. I think when you have an economy that's so complex, 
<laughs> and the terminology is all insider dialogue and you don't understand the laws. Yeah, you should be glad that like some someone so young can like understand it. Well, it's you like he's it's to. like he's like bragging like, well, it's so complex you have to go to college. So, first of all, that's kind of weird like you're you're drumming that go to college thing. And then, but my point so they is can like, make money off of you. It, I don't think it needs to be that complicated. They want it to be as complicated as possible, yeah, so, so that no they can keep control it. of it. They don't want her to understand it. They don't want yeah. me to understand it. They don't want you to understand. Because how else are they going to continue to swindle us out of whatever they're swindling? Why does she us need to of? go to to go fucking major in this like economics or whatever in order to understand how the country, how the basics? should work and do work in the country that she lives in or yeah. the country that I live in or our neighbors countries like I don't feel like these systems need to be so fucking complex they they want them complex yeah they do cuz that's how they get to keep control over us is because if they make them complex and no one understands how's anyone gonna gonna like rise above it you don't know what you're talking about you don't know what you're talking about you have to do this first you don't you, you what you say doesn't matter like, that's what he's saying. Which like, is silly, because like you don't know what research or anything that she has done. Obviously, she's a very, very smart and informed lady, so... And it just shuts down, like, the common person's, yeah. like, input on anything. Like, well, if you're not an expert in this, then you, like, just vote for your fucking representative and shut up. That's what they're pretty much <laughs> acting pretty much. like all the time. Ouch. Like, you can't have a say. Your opinion doesn't matter unless... Uh, Okay, well, what if they do have a degree? I mean, what's the next thing? Well, that's still not yeah, good enough. Yeah, you're gonna still. F- they're still gonna find have something. Have they held public office? Have they? Have they well, sucked they my dick? When they hold office, they can come talk to me. It's always gonna be something. He, have, he has not sucked a hundred dicks yet. When he has sucked a hundred <laughs> dicks, I will respect him. <laughs> then no. and only then. <laughs> no. Here, okay, I'm gonna do this one and be done. I'm gonna be done. Um, this is a screenshot of. Uh, from theoutline.com. I think I mentioned this article to you. The Outline. This is, uh, says, the headline is, Live from New York, it's Michael Che's weird fixation with me. Oh, yeah. You, I remember you talking about this. The headline is, My feud with the Saturday Night Live head writer has lasted several months, all because I said his show was unfunny. <laughs> and I read it. I encourage everyone to, to read it if you're interested, if you have time. <laughs> From what you told me, it's a very interesting read. Uh, a- yeah, it just sounds like this guy. I mean, I I get a, his like, I don't I, I I I'm not a huge fan of Michael Che. I don't think he's that funny. Um, yeah, so I agree I think, with this guy's I think like he's too funny. I agree that this guy can have that opinion. He could put it out there, and then he also um, he's trying to be a writer, and he he was looking at the terms and conditions or something for SNL's open submission uh, kind of guidelines. So you can you can submit like your content like to uh, be like considered as a cast yeah, member, right? Well, I think it's to be a writer. Like, oh, um, okay. I don't know how you submit that stuff to them, but I think they have an open submission thing. But if you are like selected or or offered, I don't know how they do it, you, your stuff is used, then you're like, all your social media accounts are pretty much like, they, 
they, they take own ownership. them or they can like own claim content of your like all your pretty much library of social media stuff hmm. that's creepy and he thought that was weird and pointed it out and i think he did a screenshot on his twitter about it and then michael chase starts like targeting him and saying oh this guy is like miserable and this guy's not funny and he, he starts like trash talking this guy and I found it like very odd. So it's just like, just a support, weird, like it's like a weird it's like a weird situation between these guys. Um but I, I wrote a, a note on the screenshot that says uh, Michael Che works for the show that has open submissions and then makes fun of those who make open submissions. <laughs> but someone true. makes fun of him and he engages indirectly like a coward because mm-hmm. he said they never had a conversation directly. It was always like after it was like one would make a post and the other there would make a post then the other guy would make a make post, post keep going back and forth yeah. or whatever um huh. and i i don't remember if he said that he reached out to che to make a comment before he like posted this story uh it was just weird like michael it sounds che very not, bizarre yeah michael che not having um not showing great character i feel like he's kind of being a little immature and I definitely think he's being a little immature. I don't I don't know. Like why yeah, why are you fixated on this guy who isn't a threat to you? Why are you singling this guy out when like you're successful, you're like a, a head writer on this very famous show. Yeah. But the, you're like targeting this guy for. who like criticized you a little bit and criticized this weird like submissions thing. Yeah. And then, like, keeps going after him. It was very, like, kind of odd. A little Just because the guy is, like, sadistic. questioning. Yeah, because that's, like, a weird kind of term to have. Like, why would you need complete ownership over, like, my social media? Like, that's kind of weird. You guys have open submissions, but you're going to make fun of the people who are doing thinking open, about or talking about or interested like, in doing the open on? submissions. <laughs> so, so, yeah, it seems it's very, very backwards. Uh, narcissistic a little high and mighty like you don't care about the uh, other people's opinions regardless of if they're in your industry or not like either shut it out or like don't engage or say something constructive or it's very i don't know i felt it was pretty pretty petty, weird pretty petty <laughs> pretty petty all right that's petty, all i have to say petty, petty i think pennies. Uh, i've checked out mentally and i know you checked out mentally i have not but i am thinking about food but I have not checked out mentally. <sighs> oh, as you yawn, so we can wrap up our news headline. And yep, I wonder how many I accomplished. Let's find oh, out. Let's let's find out. We're on the edge of our seats. Oh God, do, I'm going to have to move do, all these real do, quick. Do, 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 do. Oh, I don't want to oh, sing this song. Too many. I, think, <laughs> I think I actually... I think you got through I quite started, a bit, huh? We started this, this second part with 100 images and we started with 150 and i said we we're going to get through about 50 and we did and we get through about 50 per hour and a half i think oh so i think we're down to about 50 50 oh, cool. left Woo. um but I'm, I'm tapped out i'm tapping tapping and I, yeah, i'm no, not I getting any cheerleader energy from you and i don't oh. like that i'm well, targeting you i'm going straight to the target i'm done targeting my phone and, and all oh, the screenshots targeting in no, my defense i'm going to start targeting dark you outside next. and i do have to go to work at midnight and i've been up a really long time. We're both pointing at each other, and targeting. I really want <laughs> some grilled cheese and tomato soup. I think uh, that sounds pretty delicious. Uh, uh, 
and we'll watch see what some we can do about that. cool stuff. So, right. well, thank you everyone for thank listening. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to me rambling. Thank you Hope for listening to my monotonous. Helped uh, uh, challenge your viewpoint, your grow your brain if, if possible. <laughs> and yeah. now you guys can reflect on how you can be 1% better tomorrow than you were today. How about that? How about that for I like that. I'm going to try it. <laughs> All right. Bye, guys. All right. Bye. <laughs>